Well, normally there's some music to start this podcast, but Paul Tonkinson says if we haven't got sponsorship, he's not going to bother turning up again. Uh, so it's my duty to say good day to you. Welcome to the Man U podcast, uh, all about God's greatest team, Manchester United. Uh, so we've got some guests because Paul wouldn't be here. Uh, he wants a lot of money. We decided to get some people who don't want any money at all. In fact, uh, we've got somebody who's very cheap. We've invited Michael Smiley back. Uh, how do you feel about that introduction, Mike? I'm not I'm fine with that. I'm... Uh... I'm the best in my price range. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the way to start it off, isn't it? Uh, certainly lots to talk about today. It's you and me against the world. Uh, it is today. And I've got two questions that I need you to try and think about for me. First of all, since we did the show last week, I've been invited to not number 10, but number 9 down in the street. What do you think that's about? I got that. Is that a weather uh, spin? No, there's a... Chi- <laughs> It says the chief, the chief whips office, not oh, number ten, number number. Yeah, absolutely. So I'll be. What suit? What suit do I wear to that one? And a rubber uh, one, I think. I think you're right. And talking about rubber suits, what team is Sol Campbell going to? Because he's left Notts County for a reason. Oh. Uh, certainly, I'll give you some time to think about that. But we've got some special guests, and it's a bit of a setup, really, uh, because we got on here that uh, we've got Martin Fry from ABC, and I've Hello googled there. it. Uh, good day to you. One of the finest musicians that the world has ever seen and we've got Andrew Mann who plays something so it's not really very nice is not it? Not with himself most of the time. <laughs> Absolutely I'll have none of that. I was expecting first of all star uh, with you Martin I was expecting you to wear a, a nice suit for me when I had a look at the website you have bright blue suits and everything you've, yeah. you've not really made an effort at all have you? No I'm here in a, repul- a replica Manchester United kit yeah I've got the 1968 version with gold lame shorts. <laughs> I don't think we're supposed to talk about that. You're wearing a kill. <laughs> I, I am, absolutely. Well, welcome. Still my leader hosen. <laughs> and the suits have been good to me, yeah. You may remember me from my gold lame suit, yeah, so my band ABC. Stockport boy? Uh, yeah, yeah, originally. I used to go and see the county on Friday night and then uh, go, go, go with county and then uh, I, I traipse over to Old Trafford Saturday afternoon. When did you become a believer then? Um, my granddad used to go and see... Uh, them when the, well he tells me he told me allegedly that he saw them when they were Newton Heath so it's always been in the family they lived in Cheltenham Hardy but um, I guess I started going around about 1969 yeah um, on the train from uh, through, from Stockport yeah. See, and I st- I'd stand on the Stretford end back then. Oh well, well back. Uh, cause, uh, I can't what, remember the first game I ever went. Can to. you not the remember? Field, no. Why I think not? it might have been. Uh, um, it's a blur. The it's all, it's all a blur. I'm thinking it might have been Tottenham Hotspur. That's because you're a musician taking too much drugs, right? Well, 68, 69, yeah, I'd be seeing him. But then for me, I did I did live through the Franco Farrell years and the Wolf McGuinness years, yeah. It wasn't all Busby for me. No. So I've been scarred mentally like many Manchester United fans over the years. Yeah, the oldest person here. Yeah, yeah, possibly. Apart, of course, <laughs> from you, from you, Andrew. Thank you very much. <laughs> Until I look over at you. How long have you been a believer then? Um, going back a long, long time ago. Can't remember the actual date. First game though was um, Sunderland, Old Trafford. George Best was playing. Um, tennis ball thrown on. Magic tricks onto his knee, bound his head, straighted back into the Stratford end. How good was he? Was he was he as good as they say? Well, I couldn't see much of the game. I was seven years old, so. Yeah. <laughs> Was but he was good with a tennis ball. I was looking at the back of someone's legs most of the game, I would have thought the same. Yeah, he was, he was a genius, obviously, yeah. Unbelievable. 
It was really weird. Let me bring you in, Michael. Seeing those pictures this week, of course, the memorial service uh, for the great Sir Bobby and uh, the pictures of Gascoigne talking about the gifted one. Oh, no. Who did he borrow that shirt from? How bad did he look? He looks like he's got a slow puncture, doesn't he? Yeah, it's it's not good. Bless him. He just—he looks like an old man wearing his granny's wig. He's got that little, just, you know, slightly bald and um, spiky hair yeah. and his little face. God love him. He does look a little dehydrated, doesn't he? I don't yeah. know what's happened to him. No, he, he certainly looks like a lot old. However old he is, yeah. uh, he looks older. The I lights are on, but it looks like burglars. <laughs> <laughs> I think I actually know that shirt was John Barnes, I think. So, yeah. You reckon? Yeah, yeah. yeah. John Barnes. <laughs> John, have that. Have that. John Barnes collection. <laughs> is, he, is he doing a collection of tracksuits? <laughs> Lemon and pink tracksuits. Uh, that could be what, John Barnes? I once went to... Uh, uh, Oh, I've got the name of the place now. I was with my kids. Centre Parks. I told you. Yeah, and yeah. I thought, I'm never going to run into anyone in Centre Parks apart from me with my kids. And there was John Barnes with about... He had loads of kids. <laughs> but he had, he had a fluorescent tracksuit on. And this was only about ten years ago, so... Well, just was, in case. Anybody didn't say, notice him. You were talking to, uh, earlier about suits. <laughs> yeah. He was no disappointment when I saw him in the flesh, I have to say. Yeah. yeah. I met him, and uh, we could do an old feature on... Fashion uh, and sport. What, fashion and sport and sportsmen that put on a lot of weight. He's a big fella now, Barnsley. Big lad. Definitely. He's a big... <laughs> <laughs> He's even big far away. <laughs> yeah, he, he doesn't get any smaller yeah. when he, he goes far back. He gets closer no, to you, no, he? Just the lights get, go out. <laughs> <laughs> so that's Barnsley. We could talk about fat footballers. Uh, and there's a fat football if we talk about Man City because that Franny Lee that's what he was famous for being fat wasn't fat it Franny yeah, yeah well fat, fat Franny fr- Lee yeah toilet roll factory he used to own a toilet roll factory in Bolton didn't he used to have um, racehorses as well he involved he in did. toilet rolls as well or uh, is that greeting cards birthday cards yeah birthday cards birthday cards yeah yeah no, no fat Franny had a toilet roll factory in Bolton uh, recycling, wasn't it? He made a fortune out he of did. it. He did. I've never, I've never got my head around yeah. the idea of recycled toilet paper. It just doesn't work for me <laughs> somehow. There's, there's an image that comes <laughs> from it. Just it's Man City programmes, you know what I mean? Hey, come on, let's start with Man City. Look, first of all, how else to beat uh, the local rivals but in the 96th minute? How good was that game? It was a, it's probably the most heartbreaking thing you can do. It's up there with... Um, Chelsea in the Champions League final, you know, it's up there with that as far as I'm concerned. Because yeah. mm-hmm. if you if you want to beat your rivals, you want to break their hearts as well. And to see them just that despondent was just beautiful. Like the yeah. 1999 when we when done Bayern Munich, it was just, <laughs> yeah. you, know, you just don't want to beat them. I just want to screw them into the grind, yeah. you know, with a Phillips head screwdriver. In, you know they're I mean? in the water and you put your foot on their oh, head. Oh, for sure, oh, for sure. Let great. them up every now and again just yeah. to, you know, <laughs> how's that feel? No, no, back down again. You sadists. The, the look at, did you see a camera angle? The camera angle from just over uh, Hughes's shoulder. Yeah, his face, face on him like a Lurgan spade. We sent Belfast, right? The skeleton and, of the feet. And, and there's Ferguson tell, turn around to the, the fourth official going, two men walked into a pub and they're laughing. Their <laughs> that is yeah, what yeah. it looked like. <laughs> I don't Did know. you hear the one about... <laughs> Uh, but let, let's talk. Sweet. Let's talk. What a game! I mean, oh. first of all, we've got to talk about Fer- what's the matter with the uh, Ferdinand brothers? Because uh, both brothers made terrible mistakes. One How for Sunderland. Anton, yeah, Anton and Sunderland. Well, he just ran into the guy, move out of the way, pushed yeah, yeah, yeah. him over. In, in he's the trying to do his brother, though, isn't he? You know, yeah, I mean, uh, bad, bad, bad mistake. Anton isn't a thing like his brother, though. To be they've fair, been doing that go kart rating in Caffili or something, weren't they? Apparently, they were caught down there. Doing go kart racing, <laughs> both supposed to be out with injured backs. The pair of them. Yeah, that's, but, yeah. Now that's what I call bling. <laughs> Let's go to Carfilly for a bit of go karting. <laughs> <laughs> 
And they're bombing down the motorway in their Porsche Cayenne. Where are you going? Well, not for a bit of go-karting. Well done, boys. Well done, lad. Well done, boys. Did you enjoy the game, gentlemen? You are our guest. Let's give you some time. Uh, let's start with you, Andrew. How good was that game against Man City? Well, it's, it, was just, it was a strange one, really, because going into the game, I, th- I think the press had given United so much abuse via the funnel of City of how they were going to do this and do that and do that. And the, the way the game started off was we just took hold of it right in the beginning. And then it sort of slipped out of our hands again. Then it went back. Then it went back. And it was just, it, I mean, it was top stuff to watch. But I was, I was on the end of my seat, to be honest. But um, I, still th- I, I still think we actually completely outplayed them. We give it to them, though, Absolutely. to be fair. Absolutely. You know, two goals we gave to them with Foster. You know, Foster's yeah. days are numbered after that game, I think. Yeah, I, I mean, how worried are you about Mr. Ben Foster? He's supposed to be up there for England, isn't he? He's, he's it just, It's decision-making, isn't it? It's not confidence, it's decision-making. You know, like he went out to know that Tevez is coming at you. You just boot it into the cheap yeah. seats. Yeah. What's he doing trying to take it around Tevez? Do you know what I mean? I think Ferdinand and uh, Vidic should take a bit of blame for that, though. I really do. I think, you know, they play that position every week and Foster into a derby like that. They should have just shouted, clear it, you know, but... Hey, well, like he didn't do know to clear it. He well, he should do, yes, you know absolutely. I mean? Was everybody expecting Tevez to score, though, in the great tradition of Dennis Law's back heel? You I know, think so. It's yeah. very rare a player, you know, travels from uh, the great Manchester United yeah. to the other team. Very rare. I think Schmeich- we didn't mind Schmeichel. Schmeichel did it as well, yeah. didn't he? He was kind of okay with Schmeichel, didn't he? Yeah. He didn't go straight He, so, he sort of went via Villa, didn't he? He sent his son as well, didn't he, I think? But also, was that thing? I couldn't get over Tevez. his boy. Tevez not been, you know couldn't quite believe that he got a hostile reception. He thought everybody was going to just, you know, <laughs> you know, bow down. What? You went to City? <laughs> Excuse me, you know what I mean? Hello, yeah. Mr. Yeah. Argentinian, yeah. you went to City? Yeah. You know what I mean? And we're not advocating throwing of coins or anything like that. Never waste money. Genuinely, never waste money. I don't want to see stuff like that anyway. <laughs> Maybe a prawn in the back of the head or something There must have been some surreal moments for Tevez, though. I bet he went and sat in the wrong corner for a couple of times, you know. He must be familiar with Old Trafford, clearly. I tell you what, you know, here to 25 minutes too much for Tevez, but no, we'll, 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 take a, we'll take a punt uh, on the guy that's been injured, who's put out a colour brochure and then he scores in the 96th minute. Well, uh, I, I put it to you that Sir Alex is a genius. Definitely. Take, I, I, that was Hollywood, wasn't it? Owen turning up, I just, as soon as he, Owen's going to and I just, that's a brilliant, that's a brilliant thing because he's a wee workhorse, he will he'll work his socks off, he's dedicated to himself. You know, it doesn't strike me as, you know, a, a scratcher. You know, he's, he's dedicated to <laughs> Michael Owen, PLC. And if he's going to be given the platform of Man United, PLC, then he might as well go and do it. Do you know what I mean? Do you think, think Owen's got the job. ability? Uh, he's, he's not got the same pace he had when he was obviously 22, 23. But he has got that eye of the tiger, though, hasn't he? Yeah, he's he kind a of sense he's focused. He's a know? fox in the box, isn't he? Yeah, he's a poacher. Right. He's always going to be a poacher. Uh, and his aggregate over these years tell you that he is a guy uh, of quality. I think there were two things. First of all, uh, on a smaller level, uh, Bellamy uh, is a creep of monumental oh. proportions. <laughs> let, us wait, let us wait. Until that supporter has got four stewards holding him yeah. before I give him a slap. Give him a slap. <laughs> dirty, four. He's oh. a dirty wee racist. I hate him. I hate him, man. I just I can't stand him. It's, Someone was I think he would have slapped anyone who had four people holding also, him. Also, he was, he was behind all that back, uh, um, backroom stuff that was going on with Bobby Robson at, uh, at Newcastle. He was part of that, um, that squad that basically uh, ran Bobby Robson at a time. Yeah. You know, there was, and it was Jenna. And more besides. And, you know what I mean? And, and, and he scored a fantastic goal, which is even more reason to hate him, isn't it? How fast is he? It's a beautiful goal, I must admit. The, 
I was yeah. calling him the tortoise during the game because a lot of sort of like misplaced tattoos up his arms and things. <laughs> Weirdness going on. Um, I don't know. He's, he's a strange one. Everyone loves to hate Craig Bellamy, don't they? Yeah. There's no one's got a good He's the new Robbie him. Savage. But I tell you what, he worked his ass off that day, though. Yeah. He never stopped running. Yeah. And that's why we hate him even more. Even more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the other thing that came out of that game is we have to all of us accept, with all those strikers are, Manchester City are the real deal. Oh, yes, they're a good team. There's no t- doubt about it. They'll, be, they'll get into the, um, the DAF Trophy Cup next year. They'll be, they'll be playing some, some team from Stuttgart or something by the... Do you think they're a top season. four team then? I think so. And who's going? Who's out of that uh, elite? Is it... Uh, I you know, think Tottenham are looking good too in some respects. Well, so. Tottenham are looking good except they've lost two. Aston Villa have already beaten Liverpool at Anfield. You can't ever discount Everton. I think uh, Moyes has been manager of the year the last three yeah, years yeah. Uh, running. I think it's exciting. Every single year you say it, the Premier League is exciting. I still think Manchester United are going to win. Uh, but, you know, if we move on just a little bit and look at the ones that have left. I mean, we talked a little bit about Tevez. Mm. But did you see the goal that Ronaldo scored for Real Madrid? He scored yeah, yeah, five five. five Goals already. I yeah, ate him. Beautiful. I ate him as well. <laughs> I ate him more than I ate Bellamy. He's just amazing, isn't he? Isn't, isn't he? Amazing. He's taken the ball from inside his own half and just run and score. Yeah. Like you expect him to. That's what he paid 80 million for. I suppose so. <laughs> I suppose so. Definitely. How good? Now, looking at last night, because last night was a great game. Uh, yeah, obviously, Wolves thought they had a chance, get a man sent off uh, just in the first kind of section of the game. But uh, how good do you think Welbeck could be? I don't know. I really don't know. Um, I think he flatters to deceive sometimes. Mm. You know, um, it's a bit like his his, la- his final ball mm. when he's uh, when he's in the last third of the pitch can go a bit awry. I think yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. Uh, I think his work rate's high. I think he's one of those boys. You know what I mean? It's. I think the jury's still out pretty much. Yeah, you, know? you said like that was put on. That was put on his um, toe last night by Owen. That ball was just amazing. You know, the one turn in the yeah. box and then for the goal, he just set it right lovely mm-hmm. for him, you know. Tell you something about Welbeck, though. Danny Welbeck, he seems to have the will for it. And uh, in, obviously in a setup like Manchester United, uh, there's a lot of pressure when you're up front. And he has scored a couple of goals over the last mm. six months. So he's a kind of interesting prospect. You wouldn't want him to be the only guy up front, but um, well, I so think he's so definitely got potential. So Alex thinks he could be on the plane to South Africa. You yeah, know, the anybody? timing's right. It depends what happens in the next six months, doesn't it, for any of the players. I'd like to think that's the case. Mm. I don't think the old school uh, of, of, you know, just the England squad being kind of players from that were good six years ago works anymore. No, Danny Welbeck's I'd be really surprised if he goes to, um, goes to South Africa. He's not going to get enough game with United, enough games with United to, um, for you to see him. And, you know, I think there's enough England forwards. I think Owen has got more of a chance of going to the South Africa than Welbeck. How many goals will he have to score? 15, 20? Before he'll go. Before yeah. he'll go. T- 20 goals. Yeah. You have to. I mean, the most interesting quote that I heard uh, was uh, uh, one from Harry Redknapp, which scared me, actually, and I'd love to find out what you gentlemen think. At Chelsea, here you go, they've got three players who guarantee 20 goals each. They are guaranteed 60 goals from Frank Lampard, from Didier Drogba, uh, and from Lasoc, yeah. uh, they are guaranteed sixty goals. It's when you put it like that, it's hard to look past it. It's going to be tough for Man United. Make your predictions, all of you, please. Uh, let's start with the round window. Andrew, you start. Go somewhere else first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you coward! You coward! Uh, come Do you on, know who's going to be scoring the goals for us this season? Well, yeah, and who's going to win the Premiership? Because that's the most important thing. Oh, the Premiership. Have, have you seen enough to make you think that there will be e- enough goals from enough different people for us to be right there at the top? Here's again. how it's playing. Um, 
Manchester United are doing a good job of beating teams at the top. And that wasn't something we were pulling off uh, every day of the week last season. If we can beat Chelsea twice, I think we stand a good chance of winning the Premiership. But I have to say, they look like everybody else. They're looking really solid, aren't they? Mm. There's no question. But I think uh, every team loses eventually. I think Rooney. United. I think you've not answered that question. You've answered United a different can, question. United can win it again. Yeah, there's a lot at stake. Where are the goals coming from? Owen, Rooney. It's hard, it's, it's hard after that, isn't it? That, you see, that's, the, that's why I'm asking the question, because you can name three players at Chelsea. Lampard scored you 20 goals every single year since whatever. Uh, you know, Anelka and Dropper. No argument. Those two play together now. Uh, who, which three players are going to give us 20 goals each? Well, Rooney, definitely. Yeah. Owen, if, he, if he's given a chance. And um, Fletcher. Yeah. He's really arrived, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we missed him I in the European... Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, missed him. him. Missed him, and he pops up, scores two goals. So he is now more than a squad Nobody player. said Berbatov, though, have they? No. no, yeah, no, no. Yeah, I'm leaving that to the end. That, that's yeah, worrying, yeah. isn't it? £30 million, pounds and nobody's mentioned it. See, no. what? And I, I must admit, I still think Chelsea have got a bit on us, a little bit on us. But come after Christmas, they're going to lose a hell of a lot of players to the African Cup. Yeah. That's where we hopefully can catch ground on them a little bit. I think they might get the odd draws here and there and drop points here and there. And I think United will not lose as many players. I mean, any I team in the Premiership loses Essien in particular. Well, they're going to lose Drogba, uh, as Essien, Kalou. Well yeah, yeah, they're, they're big. They're big players at Chelsea. Uh, 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 we'll have to have a look the next week yep. and see who's playing them in January. Well, yeah. they're not signing anyone, anyone are they? No, so, they're not. You know, <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a good point. Yeah, they're not, no one's coming through. And it's also a very mature team. They're, um, they're in the late 20s, early 30s, the majority mm. of the team. So they're not signing anybody for two years. They've been mugged by Balak. How much I mean? are they playing Balak? Yeah. They've been mugged, haven't they? Do you regret uh, Man U not getting Balak? We were chased him for years, do you remember? Over and no. over and over. No, I Essien's think the one I miss. I wish we'd had Essien. Yeah. Essien would have been a great take. But at the price, I remember Sir Alex saying at the we time. Hargreaves instead. <laughs> stop it, stop it. Is he still playing? He's on the bench. Uh, oh, sorry. Lying down on shop. the mat. At 10 million, he said he was too much. Sir Alex would have bought Frank Lampard now, wouldn't he? Remember? Yeah. Mm. Way back then, he said 10 million too much for Frank Lampard. Yeah. You pay 10 million for somebody who guarantees you 20 goals a season. Yeah, of course. But he's also, he's come on and he's come on, he's come on through, through Chelsea. You know, it'd be hard to predict what Frank Lampard would have been like when he was playing for West Ham. You know, he was fat Frank at West Ham, yeah, wasn't he? Yeah. You know, within Chelsea, though, they've got to be thinking, if they don't win the English Premiership this season, when are they going to win it? I don't think they're interested in the Premiership. Yeah, I don't think they're interested in the Premiership. This is their moment. This is their time. I think they're going for Europe. I think if they don't win Europe, I think they've set it so highly. They've got to win uh, Europe this year. But, you know, tough. You're talking about Barcelona, uh, Real Madrid. Which Muppet said that teams needed time to kind of gel together? Man City haven't had a problem gelling. Neither have Real Madrid. I just wonder this year. It's going to be tough for British teams. I definitely agree with you. Like Barcelona have matured as a team, and they're going to come on, mm. obviously. And um, Real Madrid are just going to them two are just going to be scary. Atletico Madrid have gone to pieces though, so we can re-sign mm. uh, Diogo Forlan, can't we? He's yeah, coming Forlan back. the man, the magic man. Because <laughs> he's he's had his um, apprenticeship elsewhere. He might he be has, yeah. kind he, of he's, he's got the bars and the club. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Uh, they are falling apart at the moment, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's difficult in a city like Madrid, I suppose. Yeah. Come on in, gentlemen. Which players have you met then? What experiences have you had with players? We've been really serious. You must have uh, met. Have you, you ever met any players? Yeah, I used to. Um, 
sadly, uh, the old man that I am, I used to go to George Best's house. Uh, he used to live just outside of Bramall in the suburb of Manchester. And uh, he built this, I don't know if you can remember, but uh, probably not. But he built this, he had this sort of um, oh, incredible electric, house wasn't built it? for him. Yeah, this sort of uh, six, well, sci-fi house sci-fi, built. And he, yeah. uh, he had a Lotus Europe. So I used to well, kind of ride my bike down there. A knock on the door, and I never really saw him. I, I, Can you play? Will you play out? Did you? Well, think? he had a he had a valet or a butler who used to come to the door, and then he had a pile of uh, pre-signed cards by the door. That's how <laughs> big a star he was. And he gave me well, the butler gave me one, didn't he? You still got it. You still got it. So I'm still stalking uh, stalking that house now. Yes, I still I still have it. Yeah, I do. Oh, fantastic. I do. Met him sadly. times. Did you meet him? Met him three times. Did he talk to you? Yes, he was lovely. He, had a, he used to have a um, a bar up in Marleybone called Besties. Well, and blondes as well. And blondes as well, well yeah. Up on Crawford Street, up that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. And I went in one night uh, with, there was a whole team of us from Northern Ireland went in. I think he must have shit himself. He thought we were a hit squad or something. He couldn't stop talking as he walked backwards towards the, emer- towards the emergency exit. Get that boys in there, go have the one, go have the one. It was a cold night. I think it was a balaclava that put him off. <laughs> <laughs> it works like that, doesn't it? And I met, um, oh, who else did I meet? I've, I met Brian Robson, which was um, a real turn off. He was horrible. Uh, was he, he really? Was absolutely horrible. I met him in. Did you ask for his autograph? I went over to shake his hand. He didn't okay, even yeah. look at me. And he was with Sam Allardyce um, down, um, it was in some hotel. My wife's uh, grandmother was having her 100th, 100th birthday party. Oh, fantastic. And, uh, of course, the room was just full of, you know, white tops. So after a while, I had to leave and go and have a cigarette and a pint at the bar and stand at the bar. And it was a St. Patrick's weekend. Uh, it was Brian Robson, Allardyce, and uh, the owner of the hotel. Yeah. And, and their wives sitting, you know, sitting down at the table. And they were up at the bar. And they were drinking Guinness with black currant, I remember. That's right. And they all had a, big stack, they had yeah. a big stack of um, coins in front of them. And they were just paying, paying the barman, you know. And I just thought, it's Robson. He's my favourite midfielder from when I was a kid. I, was, I loved yeah. Robson. loved him. Went over and, and just went, I look, I'm really, I, I know this is, uh, uh, I just want to say, you know, you're my favourite of all time. And uh, he just didn't even look at me. And Sam Allardyce took up the nervous tension and just turn around and went, what but you're Irish what about Roy Keane and Miyaki, he's a Mexican and he said what's a Mexican you know south of the border down Mexico way <laughs> oh, right. and they all laughed and did Robson laugh Robson just looked like that I just thought oh, do you know something go you know yeah yeah you do <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it is hard because you've probably all been approached yourselves and, and you know I remember a mate of mine Rob saying to me he was approached by somebody after somebody just nicked his car and he had to stop himself from going look I just don't want to do this now I just uh, because you're always on display aren't you yeah. you're just always on show uh, but he could feature in something that we could do another week on fantastic players who were rubbish managers uh, let's hear from you Andrew who have you met um I had the fortune to meet Gary Neville and Paul Scholes um I was asked to do uh, be the third player United player walking out of the tunnel for uh, Sky Football about 10 years ago you lucky bastard a little, a little a bit like Roy Keane from about six miles away but I was the third player in the row, so I met the boys, got a great photo with them, uh, and they were really kids. They were kids. and Because I remember at the time we'd lost Mark Hughes. He'd gone to Chelsea. And I said to Gary Neville, I said, God, what, you know, what are we going to do? What are we going to do without Sparky? He just turned around and pointed to Scholes and he went, better. That's it. He was right. That was it. I was looking at girls on Sunday and they had the uh, two boys, York and Cole, and they were yeah. talking about uh, Neville because he was standing on the wrong side yeah. and they didn't want to... Is he as uh, funny as he looks? Is he a full of personality as he appears to be? 
<laughs> Nev. No, no. I think we've the started Nev's calling him the coach driver because fuck knows what he does at Old Trafford anymore. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. I'll tell you what he does. He gets fined for celebrating goals because I think he got yeah, himself yeah. in trouble yeah. against oh, Man lovely, City as well. But the funny lovely. part was that he, he said he was warming up. The whistle had gone. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any uh, YouTube? <laughs> is there any YouTube footage of the uh, celebration? I've not seen it yet. Oh no! I believe there must be somewhere. Well, since everything's it. filmed at all times. Oh, oh, all times. Of course, but he got do... six thousand pounds yeah. uh, fine for the one he did against Liverpool, and he's done it again. I mean, he's United through and through, isn't he? Yeah, that's what we want. You know, the yeah, yeah. People celebrate Carragher and Gerrard being yeah. Liverpool through and through. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So, you know. Fair play to him. Absolutely. You know, you'd be the same as well if you got the chance to play. Oh, yeah, you'd be, could you imagine? I'd be doing cock I'd be doing, you know, backflips up and down there. Nanny would have to take centre stage after I'd finished with him, you know? Yeah. Jury's still out on him, too. His yeah. final ball's terrible. Yeah. I thought he looked, he looked really good last night, and then he yeah. was just. Then his, his, his layoffs were just terrible. You know, He's not gonna, I don't know what's going on there with Nanny. Yeah. Like. Had a few, still a few questions to ask. Mm. Uh, Carrick was playing again, uh, although he doesn't want to take penalties. He's back. There's still a few uh, questions, but I think the squad's big enough. Uh, predictions: Stoke uh, at the weekend, Stoke City. Uh, any predictions? Hard game, really hard game. We had a tough battle there last year. I think we beat them one nil after we'd come back from the. It's away at Stoke last year. Yeah, one they're day. one of those spoiling clubs, aren't they? They they can really upset your game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, big strong boy with the throw-ins and all of that. I think two-one United. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The same two-one. Man, you thinking that two-one? Two-one. Closely you four. You see them scoring. Come on, I want a story, gentlemen. Uh, we've got you here. Uh, yeah. Great expense. Uh, cab and fare. Uh, yeah. Sorry, bus yeah. fare. Flew in. <laughs> there. Flew in. Uh, tell me a story. Come on in. If you've been in the tunnel, you must know a story. Give me a story. No, this, is, this is going back a long, long time ago. There used to be um, a fullback for Man City called Glenn Pardo. Um, his football career was quite sort of up and down, as he would do as a fullback at Main Road. Um, and when his career finished, he, he went into um, manufacturing and modelling his own wigs. <laughs> so, so he, like yeah. Stephen Ireland. It's great. <laughs> 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 he could be the bastard son of yeah. Stephen Ireland. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, he, he still played a bit of non-league football. And um, he's, anyway, the, the, the team he played for, were, I think it was Altringham, actually, Martin. It might have been Alty or someone like that. They're playing Presswich Hayes away. Uh, in Presswich, uh, which is North Manchester, just to prove that we are from Manchester, that is, you know, <laughs> and we're not from Essex. You done it now, yeah. <laughs> steady, uh, steady, steady, <laughs> oh, steady, oh, oh, steady. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, so um, anyway, comes a corner for Alty. Up goes Glimpardo, heads the ball. Ball flies off to the corner. Wig goes back of net. No, it doesn't. Yeah, away supporters got the wig up and down, throwing it across the field. Everything. <laughs> Imagine if you get a syrup in the crowd. Then. <laughs> he used to do spot the ball. Then. Imagine trying to win that one. Spot the wig. <laughs> oh, fantastic story! How do you come back out on the pitch? How do you recover from there? It's over. I isn't think it? he was substituted after. I think so. <laughs> get in the shower. Uh, do something. Uh, you're listening to the Man U podcast, and you want to get in touch? And we certainly. Do need sponsorship, ladies and gentlemen. We are really uh, in trouble here. It's the richest team in the world, the best team in the world. Uh, but if you want a better caliber of guest, then you're going to need to help us with some sponsorship. Uh, I can be rude. There you go. M A N Y O at playbackmedia.co.uk. You can follow us on Twitter, www.twitter.com uh, slash show. I'm enjoying these podcasts, you know. It's uh, uh, good fun. Gives us uh, a chance to talk not just about Manchester United, but about uh, other clubs and big stories. So the big story of the last couple of days, Sol Campbell, 
uh, five-year contract, £40,000 a week after one game, which incidentally they lost, yeah. uh, decides he is going to leave. And it's really interesting. Chairman says... We want to give him the opportunity uh, to pursue and continue his international career. Sven says, I feel personally let down. There is a conspiracy here, and I want you to tell me what it is. Where is Sol Campbell going to end up? What's going on here? That is a really difficult one to answer. Where do you go after the heights of Can we dis- the weekend? <laughs> I'm not Loyalty not is uh, a rare commodity in football today. It really is, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, we were talking about kind of... Local players for a local team, but um, I don't know. Where'd you go from there, Sol? I reckon he's going back to Spurs. <laughs> <laughs> we're not allowed to say. We're not allowed to say he's going to the gents' toilets, right? <laughs> that, that, that would be wrong, and we don't do any. We don't. We don't do anything like that, right? That's what I said. He's going back to Spurs. Oh, well done. <laughs> well done. Okay, uh, so we're looking forward to it. We're predicting two-one uh, to Manchester yep. United, uh, gentlemen. First of all, uh, you, Andrew. Tell me what you got lined up. Have you got anything exciting? Where can people see you? Hear you? No, or? no. No, not at the moment. I've just been doing my usual, uh, putting people in commercials. That's what I do nowadays. Um, I've been, I had a quite a fortunate uh, couple of weeks where I was looking for some nice looking girls for Lynx commercials. So I've had a nice week. So I'm quite happy with everything. I followed that by the uh, Man United, Man City game. Had a good weekend. I never get gigs like that. I met Colin Sam the other day. He's the big black guy from uh, uh, James, James Bond. Yeah, yeah, James yeah, Bond. Yeah. And I said, what are you doing, Colin? And he said, uh, well, well, Pierce was doing James Bond at the time. Isn't available. So they're flying in all the models and I'm screen testing them. We've got to do bed scenes. Oh. What kind of job is that? Fantastic. Disgusting. I'm going to screw fix. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> 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 I a seal on at the moment. <laughs> okay, and Martin, what you got lined up? Uh, yeah, with my band ABC, I'm going to go and do some orchestral shows. Going to warm up the orchestra and play at the Manchester Bridgewater Hall. I see December you're, 6th. You're going home? December 5th, Sheffield City Hall. Yeah, I've been doing uh, The Lexicon of Love, our first album. In its entirety with a full orchestra, so I'm just planning that at the moment. What's the reaction like when you go home? We know about football teams when they play at home. What about you when you go back home? Do they, do they know you? Do yeah, it's funny. And, uh, I was, yeah, I was playing... Uh, I played at Tatton Park uh, on an 80s bill recently, yeah, with the Human League and Belinda Carlisle and my band ABC, yeah. Yeah, actually, these days there's a lot of affection. I don't know. Really? I think if you, if you last more than 15 minutes in music... You're kind of a survivor, really. Yeah, they kind of. If you these days, as an elder statesman of pop, if I'm polite and punctual, yeah, people are all right with me. Yeah, they, they kind of respect me. Yeah, yeah. remember your lines. Uh, turn up on time and don't bump into the furniture. Oh, is that, yeah, that, that's exactly the same. I'm just music. wondering if there are kids from uh, Stockport. So, do you remember me? Can I have a ticket? Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> that's what Facebook's for. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> but no, it's always a joy. It's a wonderful feeling going to Manchester. Listen, gentlemen, thank you very much for joining us. We pre- appreciate it. Like your stories, and hopefully you'll come back, particularly if we don't get sponsorship. Absolutely. Look after yourself. Uh, and what about you, Giz? Are you lined up? got any gigs lined up for yourself? Uh, I've got some gigs lined up next week, and but also uh, the Rain Dance Festival starts in London. Film Festival starts in London. I've got a film that I'm in is up for, uh, nominated for Best UK Feature. It's called Dine Terrace. And, uh, and I've got a short in um, next month's London Film Festival called Believe. Right. So I'm getting all filmed up. Oh, fantastic. I'm going to break out my cravats, my winter cravat collection's going to be out. <laughs> <laughs>
I'm going to give myself a monocle and I'm going to beat a young boy with a stick. <laughs> I tell you what. Youth desk. <laughs> I, I bought a bow tie the other day. I went to one of these posh shops uh, in Mayfair. And now, every time I want to do it, it's a real one. Every time I do it, I've got to spend 70 quid on yeah. a new shirt and say, hey, while you're there, can you do the tie for me? So I'm going to put it up. It really doesn't work, does it? Thank you very much, Jen. We're great fun. We'll have you back again, I promise you. Uh, there you go. Manu at playbackmedia.co.uk, www.twitter.com slash Manu. And we're doing Manu, M-A-N-Y-O-O uh, show. Look, I've got some uh, tidying up to do. I need to say we need sponsorship. Come on, you're listening. Uh, give us some love. Also, if you'd like to play our game and tell us, because uh, he won't have uh, done it by next week, where you think Sol Campbell will end up, uh, you can send your messages via Twitter. We're certainly taking those. Number nine, Downing Street. Well, yeah, that's where I'm going to be. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's tomorrow. where he's going. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll see him there and I'll tell him what you said about him as well. Uh, and uh, also, I must mention footballfilter.com. Uh, they've been good enough to choose the menu Redcast as their number one Manchester United podcast and quite intelligent and sensible they are too, aren't they? Well done. Uh, there you go. So we'll see you again. Take it easy. Look after yourself. This podcast is a Playback Media production.